Welcome to the Healthy and Happy Podcast, a workshop-style podcast hosted by yours truly, Julie Boer. I'm a blogger and holistic nutrition coach on a mission to help women live healthier, happier lives and show up as the strongest, most confident version of themselves. In this podcast, we get real about all things nutrition, fitness, and personal development to help you cut through all the BS and transform your body and most importantly, your life. Sound good? Let's dive in. What's up, my loves? Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Podcast. I'm your host, Julie. I guess it's a host. Really, I just feel like this is a coffee chat because I'm sitting on my couch. It is the snowpocalypse outside today, which is why I actually felt inspired to record this podcast because I have just not felt like doing anything, if I'm being honest. Ever since I got back from Florida, so I went to Florida about a month ago to just visit home and take an impromptu trip back to visit my friends and my family, and I was only there for four days, but just being outside in the sunshine, I can't even explain how happy my soul was. I felt so happy just to be alive. I woke up, and even though it was a little bit cold there by Floridian standards, I literally went outside on my mom's front porch and just sat there in in shorts and a tank top because I am so used to being bundled up. This is my second winter in Canada and I don't know if I just didn't believe that seasonal depression was a thing, but I'm truly starting to believe it is because despite the fact that I'm taking my vitamin D religiously, I just don't feel motivated to do anything. And I was talking to my mom about it and she's like, it sounds like you're depressed. And at first I was like, I don't think I'm depressed because I'm not like moping around crying all the time, but I genuinely just don't have energy or motivation to do anything. I don't want to clean my apartment. I don't want to record podcasts. I'm not even looking forward to the work that I love to do. And I guess these are all indications of depression, which is why I wanted to chat with you guys about mental health today, because it really is a real thing. When you don't feel good, when you feel depressed or when you feel anxious or you feel unmotivated, uninspired, all of that, I truly understand how hard it can be to feel like you even want to get out of bed every single day or go to work or do anything that you love to do. It's crazy because when you feel depressed or just down about life, it's almost like there's nothing you can really do to get you out of it because I've tried doing gratitude lists. I've tried working out. I'm a healthy person. I make good nutrition choices. Choices, I do all of this and all of those things help, but there's certainly this underlying sense of just meh. It's not even like a depression in terms of me sitting around crying all day. Like I said, it's just an overall sense of blah in my life. And I'm the kind of person who loves to figure things out, right? So I'm journaling. I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. I'm like, what's going on? Why do I feel like this? And I truly believe (laughs) it has a lot to do with the weather and the fact that I'm going stir crazy because I'm inside all winter, which is something I never experienced because I was raised in Florida and we could be outside pretty much every single day of the year. So this is new to me and I'm learning. And if you guys have any tips about seasonal depression or mental health, we're going to talk about them today. The things that I have discovered have helped me. But if you guys have anything you want to add, please take a screenshot of this episode and DM me on Instagram and let me know what your tips are because I'll share them on my Instagram. I think mental health is something that is so stigmatized. Fortunately, it's becoming less of a stigma and people are starting to openly talk about it more. But I 
I never want to give off the facade or give off the impression that my life is happy 100% of the time. Of course, this podcast is named Happy and Healthy because genuinely everything I do in my life is to try to be a healthier, happier person and develop habits and put those habits into place so that I generally tend to be a more happy and healthy person 90% of the time. But it would be unfair of me and projecting this unrealistic image of perfection or whatever the heck, like things are always great and like I'm always motivated to work and even though I'm doing work that I love for a living and I feel so truly grateful to work with so many wonderful women and produce these podcasts for you and be on social media and do all those things I genuinely love. I'm not going to act like every day is just a walk in the park and I wake up so inspired and ready to do all the things and tackle my to-do list and all this shit because truthfully I haven't felt like that for about two months now. So instead of me not podcasting and me pretending like this isn't existing right now, I want to talk through it. I want to give you guys some tips based on the things that I've been doing that have helped me feel a little bit better. And today, particularly, we are going to dive into social media and how social media affects mental health. I'll record a different podcast episode about all the healthy habits and all the things I do for mental health overall and getting back on track when you're in a funk or you've been sick or something because that's what happened. I went to Florida for four days. Everything was great came back, got sick for two weeks. And then ever since I've just felt like I haven't been able to get back into that inspired flow that I like to live my life from. And like I said, it's unrealistic to think you're going to be happy 100% of the time because you're not. So I think we can normalize the fact that, okay, we're not going to be 100% jumping for joy, but how can we actually take steps to feel better? And for me, those things include meditation every morning when I'm religious about my meditating. I feel like Like I'm in a much more positive and proactive headspace. It's eating GPF. It's eating clean, healthy foods that nourish my body so that I have energy and don't feel the need to sleep even more than I already want to. It's actually getting to bed at a decent time and waking up early, despite the fact that some days I just want to stay in bed all day and nap all day long. And it's moving my body, even though I can't go outside and go for walks that I love to do because the weather is shit here right now. I still make an effort to work out at least doing 30 minutes of movement every single day. So all of those things help me to be a better person and in a better headspace overall. But there's one thing that I feel like plays the biggest difference on my mental health. And that thing is social media, mental health and social media. That's what I want to chat with you about today because I realized, especially when I got sick. So I went to Florida, came back, was sick for two weeks. And when I was sick, I spent so much more time on social media and watching YouTube videos and listening to podcasts and doing all these things because I was bored. I was so sick that I couldn't even leave my apartment. So most of my days were spent on the couch looking for shit to do, watching Netflix shows and doing all of that. But as I was watching Netflix, I would be on my phone, scrolling on Instagram, scrolling on Facebook, doing all these things. And for a while, it was nice. I was like, wow, this is great. I get to take off from work and I get to relax and I get to do all these things. But after a while, it got really, really old. It was like my phone was glued to my hands. I can't even describe it. It was to the point where I was just scrolling through social media. I would put my phone down. Then literally two minutes later, I would pick up my phone and refresh my feed again. And when that happens, not only does it take away from your time 
and you could be doing so many better things with your time, but it also drains you. It drains your mental energy. It forces you, whether you are conscious of this or it's a subconscious thing, to compare yourself to other people. And when you spend multiple hours per day scrolling through an app that is designed to keep you addicted to it and constantly comparing yourself to other people, that is just a recipe for you to be more anxious and more depressed because you're constantly looking at how your life measures up to other people. Let me just preface this by saying I do not demonize social media. I love social media. I love the fact that you are finding this because you're probably listening on a podcast app like iTunes or Spotify. And you might have found me through Instagram, which is amazing because it connects people from all over the world. But if you're not careful about the time you're spending on social media and you're not protective of your energy and setting boundaries to reduce the amount of time you spend on there, it can take over your life in a negative way. And that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about balanced usage of social media or following people that inspire you. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think sometimes it's a good thing to listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, get inspired by your social media feed. However, there is a point of diminishing returns and you have to know what that point is for yourself. I've talked in the past about doing social media cleanses where I completely delete my apps and I just go for a week or a month even without going on any social media at all. Now, if you are a connected person or you have a business on social media, this probably is not the best. And that's why I've had to find balance between the all or nothing, which means constantly scrolling, constantly on social media, or I'm not on it at all because I don't think it's fair for me to just completely black out from social media for a month or two months or three months because I want to share things with you guys. And I would find that when I would black out from social media and do a blackout, meaning like not going on it at all for an extended period of time, I would just get anxious because I wanted to be on there connecting with you, sharing with you, and utilizing all the good parts of social media. So I started implementing a few things, especially when I noticed myself getting sucked into being on my phone more than normal, which you can track. There are so many apps where you can track your social media usage now. I think the iPhone itself has a phone usage tool where you can see how much time you're spending on particular apps. So if you have no idea, the first thing is cultivating awareness. Download one of those apps that will track how long you're actually spending on social media so you can get a general idea of how much of your day is sucked into your cell phone. And when I say social media here, I'm primarily talking about Instagram and Facebook. But if you're the kind of person who is addicted to consuming content, so whether that's you always consuming a podcast, like you can't just be alone by yourself, you always have to be listening to a podcast or watching a YouTube video or something like that, I'm also referring to that as well. Monitor your usage of your apps by downloading one of those apps, (laughs) ironically enough, (laughs) to see how much time you're actually spending on social media because it's only once you're aware of how much time you're actually spending on it that you can see, wow, this is kind of a problem. Maybe I should scale back my time spent on these apps a little bit. Once you've monitored how much time you're actually spending on the apps, I want you to make one of two choices. So there's two ways to do this. Number one, if you realize you're spending too much time consuming, meaning consuming content on social media or on YouTube, podcasts, etc., you can either completely delete the apps and have a period of maybe one day a week or maybe one weekend every month or maybe for a whole entire week or a whole entire month. Whatever you decide to do, just delete the apps from your phone. I have another podcast, which I'll link to in the show notes about doing a social media cleanse. I'm a huge fan of doing these when I feel like my addiction is getting so strong that I need to cut ties immediately. So if this is calling to you, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, I feel like I should do that. Even if it's scary, that's probably a sign you should do it. I always like to say, follow the nudges, follow that intuitive hit. So if you're listening to this and you're 
you're like, that sounds scary, but it seems like it would be so good for my soul. Just give it a shot. You can always re-download the apps again two days from now, but give yourself a time to just delete them and be completely off them for maybe one weekend a month. Start there and see how it works. Or if you want to go more extreme, then just delete them and tell yourself, okay, I'm going to re-download these in two weeks or a month or even just delete them for the rest of this week. And then I promise you, once you delete them and come back to them, you're going to feel so much more refreshed. That's option one. If you want to completely delete it, if you want to go cold turkey and just be like, you know what, I'm going to delete these for a weekend or take a day off on the weekend or maybe twice a month or once a week, whatever you decide you want to do, set those boundaries for yourself. But if right now it's not feeling aligned to you to completely delete the apps and you don't want to go cold turkey because you need to do it for work or you enjoy being on social media, then I highly recommend checking in with yourself as you're going through the apps and saying, what is my intention for being on here right now? Because the biggest thing is being mindful. It's mindful consumption. So it's not bad to consume content. We live in a digital age where social media is a huge part of our life. So if it's not something you want to give up, the one question you can ask yourself to check in and tune in is saying, what is my intention for scrolling right now? If your intention for scrolling is to get inspired to complete a workout, cool. Once you've been inspired to do your workout, then just get off the app. Or maybe your intention for scrolling is to reach out to people in your business or connect with like-minded people or do whatever. Give yourself a time limit for how long you're actually going to do that. And when you find yourself mindlessly scrolling, checking back in and saying, what is my intention right now? If your intention is just to stop being bored, go do something else with your time. What else can you do with that time? You could be reading or working out or meditating or journaling. I cannot tell you how many times people will say and use the excuse that they don't have time when really if you're looking at your phone usage app and it says you're spending two hours collectively on social media per day, but you're telling me that you don't have time to work out. You don't have time to make a healthy dinner. You don't have time to X, Y, Z, do all the things you want to do, write a book or start a new career, start a side hustle or a hobby. Yes, you do have the time. You're just not spending it in ways that are productive and meaningful to your life. So check in with yourself. Say, what's my intention for scrolling? Is this helping me become a better person? Is this making me happy right now? Do I feel good doing this? And if the answer is no, be okay with just logging out of the app and putting your phone away and going to do something that's actually going to fill you up with joy. In addition to that, be very careful and protective of your energy and who you actually choose to follow on social media, on your podcasts, on your YouTube, anything that you consume, take an audit and go through and say, does this person make me feel better about myself? I talk about this all the time. It's one of the things I'm most passionate about. But if we are subconsciously comparing ourselves to other people all day long, whether it's at social media or at work or anything else, that's just a recipe for us feeling like we're never measuring up. We're never good enough. We're never successful enough or skinny enough or happy enough or pretty enough or we don't have this house or we don't have this relationship or we don't go on these vacations and we don't do this for work and X, Y, Z. And if your whole entire day is spent being bombarded with images and things that are a constant reminder that you're not good enough, you're never going to actually feel motivated to make progress. So if you're in a slump, if you're uninspired, if you're unmotivated, it's likely because you're constantly comparing yourself to where you think you should be based on where everyone else is around you. And to be truthful, it could be even not even an honest depiction of what people are actually going through in their lives. Social media is a highlight reel. So you're constantly scrolling through and seeing people's best version of themselves. A lot of people don't share the bad shit on social media because those are the people you don't want to follow. The people who are always complaining or always talking about their problems, never offering solutions. 
friends. Nobody wants to share that. People want to share, oh my God, I'm so in love with my partner. Oh my God, look at me on vacation. Oh my God, look at me. I just bought a house. Oh my God, X, Y, Z. And if you're not in that space in your life currently, you're always feeling like you're not good enough. So as you're going through your app, be very, very careful and ask yourself, does this person make me feel better about myself? I'll give you an example in my own life. So when I first started getting into fitness, I was following all of these fitness inspirational people on Instagram. It was girls who were posting pictures of their bodies and their abs and these selfies and their workouts and doing all these things. And for a while, it was inspirational to me because I was learning and I was learning how to do new workouts and I would look at their bodies and be motivated to make progress and changes in my own life. But then eventually it got to the point where I was subconsciously comparing myself to these people. I would tell myself that I was looking at them for inspiration or like I needed to follow their workouts in order to get the same body results that they had or I needed to follow this girl because she posted good recipes or I needed to follow this girl because she always posts pictures of her abs and if I keep following her then I'm definitely gonna get abs because I'm gonna be so inspired by that and truthfully even though these people were inspirational and they were motivating to me every single time I looked at them it was a reminder to myself that I'm not there I don't have their abs I don't have their body I don't have their desire to work out and because I was constantly comparing myself to them I would not be motivated by them I was just following them because I had followed them for two years and I never asked myself the question does this person make me feel better about myself or do they make me compare myself to other people and once I realized that I had to unfollow so many people probably hundreds of people I went through my following feed and I was like nope 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 Nope. And to be honest, I unfollowed a lot of people that I really, really liked. I unfollowed some friends that didn't make me feel good about myself. I unfollowed people that I just randomly started following in high school that I had no relation to or care to connect with anymore. I stopped following all of these fitspos on Instagram because I realized that they weren't adding any value to my life anymore. And it was time for me to let them go and let that idea of perfection go because it was never going to be something that was realistic for me to maintain in my life. So take an audit of your social media feed and say, does this person make me feel better about myself and be unapologetic about unfollowing the people who do not make you feel like the best version of yourself. I'm realizing more and more in my life that I have to be super protective of my energy and that means clearing out anything that doesn't make me feel good about myself. As a person who has struggled with anxiety and has gone through bouts of depression in her life, I have to be even more careful of this because when I am on social media constantly or I am eating bad foods or I'm not working out and I'm not taking care of myself, that is when I feel the most anxious and the most depressed. So I've realized that social media is something that is just a natural part of our culture. And there are so, so many wonderful things about social media, like the fact that you're listening to the podcast right now, the fact that we can connect and chat and you can meet people from around the world. But just like any healthy thing, if you do too much of it and you abuse it, then it becomes an unhealthy obsession. Just like I always talk about with food, it's one thing to learn how to eat well and to nourish your body and to do all of these things but you have to be very careful because there's a fine line between healthiness and an obsession so i hope this podcast inspires you whether it's taking a break from social media and deleting your apps for maybe a weekend and then coming back with a refreshed mind and new perspective on a monday or you decide you want to delete it for a week or a month and if you don't want to delete the apps if you want to just learn to use them in a more balanced way then asking yourself, what is my intention for scrolling right now? And does this person that I'm following make me feel good about myself? And being 
so unapologetic about the fact that you can cut off people who don't make you feel like the best version of you. Because life is too short to play small, to spend your time comparing yourself to other people, to feel anxious and depressed because of something or situations that you're creating in your own life by abusing the time you're spending on social media or consuming content. Here's to both of us, sister. Here's to us living our healthiest and happiest lives. And if you are feeling any sort of anxiety or depression right now, my biggest wish for you is that you would just reach out to somebody, reach out to a friend or a family member or a therapist or somebody that you trust and just let them know that you're struggling. There is nothing wrong with admitting that you are struggling. Hell, I'm admitting to you, girl, that I'm struggling right now. I don't know if it's seasonal depression. I don't know if it's a combination of me eating unhealthy and then not working out and being on social media too much. That's usually a recipe for disaster in my life and leads to anxiety and depression. But I decided today that I want to be honest about it and share that with you because if you can learn anything from my podcast, I want you to take away the healthy and happy parts, yes, but I also want you to know that I'm a real human that has her own struggles, that has suffered from panic attacks to the point where I was in downtown St. Pete one time, had an anxiety attack, started hyperventilating on the side of the road, and had to have my friends talk me off the ledge because I could not breathe. So I really hope to help normalize and get rid of the stigma that we can't talk about mental health or that anxiety or depression is something to be ashamed of and something that we should hide because it's not. So many of us in this hyper-connected culture feel more connected than ever, but more alone than ever. So if you're feeling alone, I'm sending you such a big hug right now. Please reach out to me on social media, ironically enough, or send me an email if you need anything at all. I'm super happy to just chat with you and send you a big virtual hug. I'm rooting for you. I'm praying for you. I'm keeping you in my thoughts and sending you so many positive vibes today. Please listen to your intuition. Give your body, give your soul what it needs. If you need a break from social media, take it. Do not be afraid. The world will be there when you come back. I promise, promise. And put yourself first. Like the plane analogy, you got to put on your oxygen mask before you can put on the oxygen mask of others. So it's not selfish to participate in self-care and put yourself first and make yourself a priority. If anything, it just makes you better for your work and for the people around you and the people you love the most in your life. So do not neglect self-care. Eat well, sleep, meditate, journal, move your body, do all the things that make you feel good and be mindful of how much content you're consuming. And instead, channel that energy into something creative, something that will impact the people around you and the world that you live in. All right, I'll talk to you very soon, sending you happy vibes and it's okay to not be happy 100% of the time. We're getting through it together and I love you so much. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.